2: We out here, baby. What's happening, David? I'm excited.
3: Oh, uh, you and I both <laughs> finally. Can we tell like the backstory? Kinda, let's do it because so...
2: everybody's probably so confused. I've been being dramatic on Instagram, come so <laughs> on over here. So, yes, let's get to well, it. Well,
3: I gotta say publicly that, um, that Coriel uh, she inspired. A lot of people to jump into podcasting.
2: Come on, David. We've got yes. to start right there. Let's start We're starting there. right
3: there. So I remember coming to your studio, had that joint all laid out, just killing the game. I'm like, ooh, I want to do that. And uh I started And you it. did that. I did that. <laughs> and I, I mean, I was just following like your blueprint. I'm like, this is so dope. She gets so many views, Thank so you. much reaction. I remember asking you like, yo, how's it going? you like, oh, it's growing. I'm making money. I'm like, dang, this is dope. And uh I just...
2: I took the reins. I was about to say, David, you... And you you... stopped. Why you stopped? Listen, so... I have gone through transitions and mm. you know and we all go through transitions yeah. um but I definitely have come to the place personally where I feel like the things that I'm doing professionally mm. the things that I'm promoting the things that I am preaching about really have to be in alignment with my true true values sure. and you know confessions of a workaholic which was um, my podcast was all about promoting entrepreneurship which I definitely still have a huge heart for entrepreneurship mm. because it unlocks our freedom right I still truly believe that however ever i have always gone on record to say I want some honey to go with my money. Ooh. And so I feel like, you know, in, in only focusing on entrepreneurship, make money, make money, start a business, start a business, I was doing what the rest of the world does, which is tells women, and specifically black women, that that should be your only focus, that yeah. should be your priority, and we just kind of let our personal go- um, goals go to the side, or yeah. we just wait for them to kind of come along when they take just as much work as work. And Ooh. so um, Confessions of a Workaholic, you know, it was an amazing way for me to connect with my audience, but now it's about a deeper conversation.
3: I feel that, and there are a lot of people now like, it's almost like the narr- narrative narrative, is that the word? Narrative? narrative, yeah. The narrative around like women in entrepreneurship is like yo, go make your money, don't worry about the relationship side. Mm-hmm. There's like women I'm just going to be a boss, and I mean, some for some to their detriment, yeah. right? Because I'm so focused on building this becoming this figure mm-hmm. right in the figure the narrative is that this woman is always alone you know what i mean like yep. or i don't want to make too much because i'll be intimidating mm-hmm. for it's a real men, thing. but i still want to go get my goal so forget that i'm gonna go get my goal and they just want to deal with it so i i can respect your transition
2: it listen it's and i think that mm-hmm. I believe that a lot of women can relate to that. And even what you just said about thinking that that has to be our priority to the point where you literally put your everything into that one thing and everything else kind of falls to the wayside. And when it comes to, in my opinion, when it comes to – Family, you know, becoming a mother, becoming a wife, those things are were a major priority for me. And so that's why it's always been so important for me to preach the message of putting just as much time and attention and mm-hmm. intention yeah. into that side as you do into the rest of it.
3: Absolutely. And you talked about the family. And I got to, like, just go back to the days of Single Wives Club. I can imagine some of the conversations because you're leading, like, the, like droves of women, mm-hmm. Into preparing to be a wife, but people were saying, "Well, Coriel, you're not a wife." They were hating on me, David. They was hating on you, but I think you saw something. Like you were, like you were in the process right along with them, Mm -hmm. saying, "I'm preparing to be a wife, and now you are." So they need to go back and watch all them old videos. Listen, because your girl was giving the game. I was literally,
2: I was literally. Everything that I was learning, I was, you know, creating resources behind it. And the whole thing with the Single Wives Club, for those of y'all who have not heard of the Single Wives Club, it was all about preparing single women to become wives. Mm -hmm. Whether y'all realize it or not, you can do a quick Google search and, you know, prove this to be true. There are very limited, if any, resources out there that prepare unwed women to become wives Mm -hmm. or, you know, just single women preparing to become wives or single women preparing to become mothers. There are not resources out there for that, and so the Single Wives Club was my um, shot at trying to create a resource for other women knowing that I needed those same resources too mm. and so you're definitely right. that was the number one like obstacle challenge I call them haters that I was all, I would always <laughs> run into because it was always well, how are you going to teach me how to do something? And that was never the mission. The mission was I'm an educator. Mm -hmm. I created this educational platform and then I brought in wives and experts to do the teaching. Mm -hmm. So it definitely um, has always been what I feel like is just an educational resource. Like we invest in every other area of our lives when we have a goal. But when it comes to marriage, we just think we should just like feel good. And Mm -hmm. that's, not always the case there is some intention and a whole lot of work that has to go into it and so i just went and put in the work yeah so can you
3: tell me the transition from co to entrepreneur preparing to be a wife and now you are a wife Uh can you tell me what that transition like did you have to do things differently did you have to stop working so long or like what was that transition like let me not
2: lie because he is in the (laughs) building Um, you gotta go in another room okay so (laughs) I think that I think that the beautiful thing about our relationship is even before I met him I knew that whatever relationship I got into, I wanted to be 100% myself. I didn't want to play games. I didn't want to put on. I didn't want to pretend like I was anything or anybody other than who I was. And I was very transparent with my goals, what it is is that I'm working on, Mm -hmm. like what I see for myself and what it's going to take for me to be able to get there. And so the same work ethic that I had The day we met um, is the same work ethic that I have now. But now I have his partnership. Now I have his support to help, you know, to help. So I don't have to work as many long hours because it's not just me by myself anymore. Mm. So the work ethic is still there, but the partnership makes it a little bit easier.
3: So we got to give some advice to all these single wives out there that you was teaching. You was preaching this stuff, right? How did you get the ring?
2: So listen, this this is the thing. And let me just make this very clear getting the ring is not the end all be all and david you're a married man so you know Mm -hmm. that just putting the ring on the finger like that is it's a very important a very strong symbol Mm -hmm. of your love but it is not that's not the goal my goal my goal is healthy happy lifelong marriage like Mm -hmm. commitment partnership and so for those things if you want something more than just Mm -hmm. the ring and the wedding you have to put more into it. It's Mm -hmm. not just about the superficial things, which a lot of women think, well, if I look the part, then I can get the man. You could get him, but can you keep him? You can get him, but is it going to be the one worth getting? You know, like, are you attracting him with something of value? And so in order to be able to be a point of attraction, um, in order to attract someone of value, you have to be a a point of attraction that matches that. And so because I knew I wanted something different, I had to be willing to do something different. And it was real work. Like, that same work ethic, that same intention that I put into building my businesses, I had to put it into preparing to become a wife because I made the mistake of getting the ring the first time and I wasn't ready and so Mm. I knew that the ring is not like I want one and I want it to be nice I want one and I want it to be nice but it's not the end of y'all the first time David don't act brand new this is the tell-all you acting like you don't know well I they don't so y'all listen Come on. one thing about mama she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks
0: Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com try. Go to shopify.com try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com try.
3: Like we're nah, we, we not about to just scheme over the first time.
2: Okay, so every lesson, I think that every experience brings a lesson, right? And I know a thousand percent that me being engaged, being unprepared to be engaged um, the first time around led to me starting the Single Wives Club. So a painful situation, one that kilt, kilt with a T at the end, my pride literally was what birthed, birthed, oh. gave birth to yeah. my purpose. So, um, yes, I was engaged to be married, quick. Quick, long story short, 24 years old. You don't know this, David, because you're not a woman. But, ladies, y'all know we've had these timelines since we was about five years old, playing dress up. Like, we had the baby dolls. And we had in our mind when we were going to have the real baby, when we were going to have the husband. And in my mind, that was 25. Mm. So, at 24, the clock was ticking. And, I mean, it was tick-tocking to the point where I was like, okay, I have to. Like, I got to do something about it. So made the list, the infamous list, um, you know, signed, sealed, delivered it to God, said a prayer, (laughs) did all of the things, spelled out what I wanted. And literally, this was October. By the next March, I had manifested this man, but he was a complete mess. Mm. And so that
3: was... was... Did you manifest a complete mess because you were...
2: Absolutely. If we had some sound effects, we would, listen, drop the bomb on that one. I was. And that is why any of the things y'all hear me say is coming from a place of I've been there. Yeah. Not don't do that, but I've been there. Let me show you a better way because, sure. baby, I have been through it. So, yes, I was definitely um, a mess, and that's why I manifested wow. a mess. So uh, I've been there done that. Y'all going to have to – we're going to talk about that at a later date because it gets yeah. juicy. But it was sure. definitely a – I will say it was – at that time you know the hardest thing that i had ever dealt with but it definitely was like the platform for everything else to to be born
3: gotcha so like give it, what, can you talk about the dating climate right now like what do you what do you see just ruminating we trying words today <laughs> Uh <laughs> what is like what is going on in imagine. the single woman world right now? World right
2: now. Yeah. Listen, okay, so I am a married woman, you mentioned that. I am a married woman these mm-hmm. days. So, what I can say about the dating climate, regardless of what's going on in, in the dating climate because when I was like getting back out there, the new thing was like Tinder and the dating apps and mm-hmm. and for me that was scary, it was intimidating, but it did not matter if I had a goal. So I don't necessarily want to talk so much about the climate because I think if we talk about the climate, there's a bunch of excuses. Yeah. You know, we're in Atlanta. You know what they say about the men in Atlanta. Like, there's That can just come with a whole lot of stuff that doesn't really matter because when you got a goal, you're going to get to your goal. And ladies, y'all know when we have these goals to make more money, to lose weight, to get a new position, to climb the corporate ladder, like we don't it doesn't matter we're gonna make it happen and so it doesn't matter what the climate is like what matters is you being ready and willing to do the work and being intentional about it and not feeling like this is the one area of your life where you're just gonna hope that things come together i mean you you know you're talking about to entrepreneurs all the time and you know the level at which people invest in their businesses for sure if only we could get women to see their literal lives, cause this is what we're talking about here. We're talking about your, like your actual life, not just what you do during the day, you know, what people see, but like when you go home at night, like yeah. that is so important. And if you are not willing to invest in that, then what, is it worth it doing all the other stuff?
3: Yeah. I want to, I want to tell you a little bit about my, uh, my wife. When I met her, she was saying I was, she was, cause she has a daughter but now my daughter. But she said that she was prepared to spend the rest of her life single. Mm -hmm. She's like, "Yo, she was done, and she wrapped in her mind that she had just just settled into that." Mm -hmm. Do have you ever had thoughts like that?
2: So I never had the thought. This was my thought, and listen, in the comments, I ain't gonna tell your business, but in the comments, just let me know if y'all can relate to this. My thought was not that I was not gonna get married. Like I knew that. I I really, really believe that God loves me. Like, he Mm. showed me so many times. So I knew that God was not going to forget that one very (laughs) important thing on my wish list. I knew he was not going to forget it. But what I had started to believe is that I might not really like him that much. Mm. You know, because I had met a lot of great guys who would have been great husbands for someone that was not me. Mm. I thought I was going to meet a great guy that wasn't going to feel like my guy. And Mm. I was starting to accept it i wasn't okay with it but i was starting to feel like okay well you know a, a good as long as he's a good man you know type of thing so
3: the goal was at that point the ring no matter who no nope.
2: no sir the goal the goal was the family
3: okay the
2: goal was the family so uh, it never was just a man it never was just like a father for my kids or a man to marry it was a good man that I knew would be a great father Mm -hmm. that I knew would be a great. So I was never willing to settle on the, on that part of it. I just thought like, I wasn't gonna have butterflies. Mm -hmm. And then I started to think, well, is that silly? Like, is that even a thing? Mm -hmm. But now I know that's a thing. Now I know that that's possible. Now I know that you can have that. Even if it feels like when I was cursing him out before I met him, you know, Mm -hmm. in my mind, like, where are you? You're on your way. I would tell I would tell myself, like, I know he's on the way. Like I know God is preparing him. He's on the way. But his car broke down. Like, where <laughs> is he? But when I say he was worth the wait, like a thousand times over.
3: So how did you not Mess it up when it came because you could be scarred from all this other stuff. How did you know? You like, I give him know, a microphone I need to know how you felt when this thing happened when he came. Where you did you know that was it? Did you get butterflies? Did you get the butterflies and be like? No, those can't be butterflies. That can't be right.
2: Settle down in I there. Know what's going on. You know what? I think that because I had so again, y'all, we're gonna talk about this another time because I did this little <laughs> Tinder challenge. That's how I got back out into the dating world. But I think because I did that, it put me in the space of being open to meeting someone, um, having the right attitude. You know you know how the women can be when they yeah. are not are clearly uninterested. Like sure. clearly. And they're so, like
3: that because of past yep, situations.
2: Yep. So so definitely Again, I've said intention probably a thousand times, but that truly is what it comes down to. It's not just saying what you want, but being intentional about what you're doing, how you're talking, who you're spending time with, what you're accepting, like all of that matters. And so I have been so intentional about how I was spending my time. And um, I didn't know like when I met him, like it was love at first sight. Mm -hmm. But the first date that we went on, I definitely remember saying, I'm going to keep him around. You know, like (laughs) I want to hang out with him again, which for me, big deal. Mm -hmm. I don't don't like people like that. You know, I get tired of people. You say one wrong thing. I was real petty. You say one wrong thing. And it's like, nah, okay, this ain't going to work. But it was such a great first date. And Mm -hmm. I'm so hard to impress. And it wasn't impressing me like rolling out the red carpet type Mm -hmm. of date. We had. We went to like our Thomas, which is like, right. I probably had like an $8 salmon meal or something. But, I, so like, it wasn't yes. super fancy. Wasn't super fancy, bag. right? So it wasn't super fancy like that. But we had such an amazing conversation. Mm. And I don't really like talking to people that much. So it was so many things that it's like, I have all these things that I don't like. But I don't really mind answering the phone for him. You know, it's all of these things that I thought. But it was like, no, it was all of those people. It just wasn't the mm. right person. So there were a lot of those little things.
3: I love it. Give me the top three reasons why women are single.
2: Ooh, David, it's probably about... Top three. Okay. Um, So three. Three, the top three. Top three, I will say, number one is making the mistake that I was making, thinking you have all the time in the world, Mm -hmm. thinking that this man is just going to show up at your doorstep.
3: Yeah.
2: I love Uber Eats, but I've never seen an Uber Eats driver that I just want to just marry. He's not coming. Like, your husband, it's not going to be him. It might, but it's probably not going to be. Like, mm-hmm. you have to take action. You have to take initiative. You have to leave your house. You have to be open-minded. You have mm-hmm. to do all of the things to position yourself. So number one is you're just not dating. You're not right. taking any action. You're not doing any of the things. Number two, I would say you are you are dating, but you don't know what you want. So because you don't know what you want, you want, you're out here just kind of willing to accept anything. Right. And so, yeah we can go down a rabbit hole with that, but you don't know what you want.
3: Let's go down the rabbit hole a little bit. We don't gotta go deep in the rabbit hole, but let's go down it a little bit. So
2: not knowing what you want will literally, confusion cost you. I believe that in any area, confusion costs you. If you don't have clarity, if you don't know what it is that you're working towards, what you're looking for, how are you gonna know when you found it? Mm. So for me, I had to get over looking for like the physical things, Mm. all of the things that we think that we want. And I know 100%, even though I can't, verbalize it sometimes but it was my spirit that recognized him because he'll tell you i've told this story i you know he had braces when i met him y'all what? and i just used it was like bro imagine. this is a child you know like in my mind i'm like who is this little kid so my but my spirit seriously i mean it sounds funny i, I swear to you child. he will tell you he will tell you the look on my face was like bro no it's not happening but i gave him my number why mm. i don't know I don't know. Mm. It, it, it was nothing but spirit, nothing but spirit. So that was what was important to me, though. Now, my spirit knew when I, the confirmation was the first date. Mm. The confirmation was like, okay, we clicked. It was literally like, we go together, you know, on mm. date one, which was great. So knowing what you want beyond just superficial petty things I, is I'll super don't real important.
3: Because we got to touch on, what if you meet someone you're not attracted to?
2: Uh-huh
3: and then you get in a relationship, and you know you're not attracted to the person, then what's the line between settling and not?
2: Quick note. My man is fine. I just need to say that. He just had braces. So just that you know how the yeah. people do on the Internet, I just because you asked that follow up question, you meet somebody not attractive. So I was attractive. He just had braces and it was it threw me off a little bit. Um, but I think that you have to know what's important to you. Like settling to me is selling for someone who's who's going to mistreat me. That is settling. Like mm. I could fix you up, clean you up, get you a Gucci belt, you know, take you out, do whatever I got to do to clean right. you up to my standards, so to speak, if you're willing to mm-hmm. do that. Gotcha. And we can ride off into the sunset. Nobody has settled. But if there is something that in your uh, belief system or your morals, your values, the way that you treat, you know, like those are the things that I cannot bend on. Those are the things that, in my opinion, I'm settling for this. If we are and I feel like equally yoked is like a term that's kind of thrown around and not everybody really knows what it means all the time. But if you are not in alignment with one another. If y'all are not going in the same direction, to me that's settling because you're going to try to fit in and align with their plan knowing that that's not truly what you want, what's going to make sure. you happy, all of those things. I don't think physical like cutest for kids. That's what I think. I think that get over that. Like mm-hmm. find something that you like. As long as there's something that you like about this person, like you're not like turned off by them. That's a that's a different yeah, thing. Sure. You cannot be my type, but I'm not like going to throw up when i see your face like right. you know like it's like, I had a
3: friend she really liked this guy but he was just too short
2: okay well wait a minute now no 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 now you said attractive you didn't say short you what, didn't say so? short david that's what i'm no, saying i
3: knew I, I see now how we can go down a rabbit yeah, hole Yeah, see, um, but i think they have to identify what is truly important yes right because they're not gonna important. be you can't like build it write it on paper and it it appears and right?
2: the, well you can but that's why you got to be careful what you wish for. You have to be careful what you put on that paper. The other thing too, though, is that I I often say like, I believe your perfect mate is being prepared for you, but I have to put the disclaimer out there that perfect does not mean without flaw. That does not mean that this man is going to show up like squeaky clean. You know, we are all works in progress and Mm. it's so easy for us to know we need to work on ourselves, but then expect him to show up like picture perfect and Mm -hmm. then get an attitude when he's not. But, Give, give him grace yeah. and give yourself some grace.
3: Gotcha. Do, do we do three? Was that three?
2: No, that was only two. Okay, give me a
3: third one. Give me okay, third so one. the
2: third one is um, knowing what you want, but then settling for something less. Because a lot of people have narrowed it down. They figured it out. They know what they're, like, what's going to move them. But then this guy comes along. It's like, well, he's all right. I am. Like, the clock is ticking. I'm about to be yeah. 35 now. So I'll just settle into this. And again, I think that if you are not true to yourself, forget what your mama wants. you know, what, what social media says looks good, what society tries to pressure you to do. If you and your heart of hearts, like when you go home alone at night, if that person is not truly happy then Mm. i don't think that it's even worth like wasting your time
3: Uh, what are some of the conversations that you are having with yourself because i can just imagine that the old co shows up and could quite possibly kill this deal right (laughs) are there any things that you had to kind of say all right all right co you're tripping right now come on if we're being transparent we it says co tells all and we need to tell it all
2: So I think that I think if you asked him the I think if you asked him the bossiness might show up occasionally, even though I try to.
3: I don't want to ask him. I want I want to ask you, and you own it. See, it's hard to say. Yeah, I'm not owning it, right?
2: (laughs) You are not owning it. I'm not owning it.
3: it. I need you to own it. What is it that could have cost you everything?
2: Definitely knowing when to turn it off
3: Mm
2: -hmm. um and then when to turn it on too because the opposite side of not being bossy but being a boss and and displaying that um the opposite of that i am a very private person i'm used to being a solopreneur i'm used to making all the decisions myself i'm not used to running my ideas by people or letting people know what I have going on. So that I think is probably an area that I am still working on is communicating my plans and my goals and my things for my business. What has always been my business but is now a family business. So I'll say that's probably number one thing. Don't make me say anything else David. I'm going to make you say something
3: else. What do you think to get (sighs) and I just understand marriage it's not you know roses and you have to just continue to grow. What areas do you struggle with right now that you need to grow in?
2: so I said communication, mm-hmm. I didn't say communication, but that breaks down to communication yeah. um taking off the boss hat for sure and
3: let me give let me give you one okay I am when I get like angry, I don't get loud i don't get i I just withdraw mm-hmm. right. So I am extremely passive aggressive. She's like, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing. I'm good." And I just go to my office. Right. That is a, a that's something I deal with today. Right. And I know when it's happening, it's like, "All right, Dave. Are you? Come on. You got. Come on. You, you, you got to be better than this. This is something that we're working on." And it, it, it's still a challenge. It's still something that I'm fighting with. Do you have anything? <laughs>
2: Do you have anything else to say? And I
3: feel like Kendrick was like, yo, you say it. You know what it is. You...
2: <laughs> Do I? I don't think I know what it is. I think those so. I think those are really big ones. Yeah. Um and then I think it's I think I think it really boils down to communication. I think the communication yeah. thing has layers fact. because part of it is me not being used to sharing. And then another part is me attempting to share and then me leaving a whole bunch of information out, just share, you know, just, it'd be holes mm-hmm. in it. That is something that I'm working on, as in today.
3: (laughs) I think I even saw you um, commit. Like, you know, in the world of social media, it ain't real until you really start putting it on the ground. (sighs) Can you take me back to the moment where you're like, okay, made my homegirls know about them, (laughs) ran ran them through that filter with my homegirls, they feeling them.
2: And then it went to the close friends.
3: Yeah, 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 close friends. And, yo, it was the funniest thing. (laughs) It was the funniest thing. You would make a post with them. You put put an emoji over, and that was for Mad Long.
2: It It was was Mad Long, a very long time. You know, I've never dated in the social media um, era. I've never had a. I've never had an internet boyfriend, Mm. and so that was like sacred to me. Like posting someone,
3: I've known you for a long time, but I've I've never, 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 I have Never. never,
2: I've never had an internet boyfriend, and so for me to. Like have one was yeah. like I gotta make sure this is you know I had to make sure it was it was real and it was even though I knew like I said on date number one I had to like give him some time you know to you know clear his closet mm-hmm. so until the closet was clear his face was covered with them <laughs> okay you know
3: okay well, you say clear his closet
2: you David I you don't know you have to clear the books are we calling all I didn't have no closet to clear. Y'all don't want to tell his business. My closet was clear, baby. Clear. Spick and span. Squeaky clean. I love it. But you do, know.
3: Do you, rec- do you recommend that? Because you see some people, they day in, we on the gram
2: today. Oh, please don't do that. Oh, that makes me nervous for you. I Unless you don't care. Some people don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I follow a very prominent... It's weird. Celebrity, I guess. I don't know if celebrity or not, but who always like is rotating people. And I feel awesome like I too. see the I see what people say about these people. And I feel like, oh, my God, I would never want anybody to say that about me. But obviously these people don't care about and you. That. Look so you, you, know you look crazy.
3: You got to know you. look You got to
2: know you look crazy. However, I kind of almost can can not respect it, but can appreciate someone who's willing to be vulnerable again. Yeah. That's. That's a big thing. Like, you're willing to publicly try this again, lay your heart out there on the line. You kind of almost got to, like, you got to respect that.
3: Yeah, that's real. Goodness gracious. Okay. So I guess we got to talk about, like, your virtual summit, right? Are you – yo, you – I literally followed your blueprint. All the stuff that you was doing (laughs) – I just did it,
2: David. right? She's doing events, workshops. First of all, David want to come up in here in my studio <laughs> with his two chains <laughs> and tell y'all that he took my play and ran ran off into the sunshine. I just, I, but listen, I'm coming back. I'm listen, coming back around. I'm
3: coming I, back Welcome back. Welcome back. back. So you're, you're hosting uh, the virtual summit. I am. To help women in their single season.
2: Yes. That's hard. Listen, so... This is the thing that I need for y'all to understand, because I feel like a lot of women think that getting married is this long, far off thing. Like I have five years to get ready for it when he finds me one day. It's up to you whether or not that one day is like today or like 10 years from now, based on, again, the intention, the time and the work that you're willing to put in. And so I believe this can literally be your last single season if you're willing to start doing that work, because I told y'all from November to May. Well, I didn't tell y'all, but I set the intention in November, met him in May. It That's like a season, right? It mm-hmm. literally does not have to take you the next five years for you to prepare yourself to become a wife so i am hosting the single season summit on february 13th for four hours y'all i've never done have you done a four-hour class before david
3: oh yeah i do all
2: day you do all day yeah we did like a
3: we did like a nine to nine joint before no
2: well listen we don't have to work up to that but on february (laughs) 13th we're gonna start with the four I got a mm-hmm. VIP option. notice that's a five hour. So that's, so, I'm getting, I'm inching. I'm getting no, close. No, no. <laughs> um, but it's so much information. Like it's so much that we have to go over to help you get out of your own way. Cause that's really what it boils down to. Yeah. The common denominator in all of my messed up relationships was me. Mm-hmm. And so I had to figure out like, why am I continuing to attract people who are X, Y, and Z? And those X, Y, Zs were always changing, but that was always telling me something that I needed to work on within myself. So we are gonna mm-hmm. talk about it. February thirteenth, single season summit.
3: See, I would, I would say, like, I'll do like entrepreneurship workshops, and honestly, the stuff, like, in terms of like building a business or something like that, you like that stuff is on the internet. Mm-hmm. But for what you're doing is like internal work.
2: Whew, it is.
3: Like, what can they expect on the thirteenth?
2: Not for me to not sugarcoat it. I I'm not really good at that anyway. Um, And I think that you will appreciate that because I am going to literally spell out not just what I personally did, but what I know to be true when a woman prepares herself, Mm -hmm. period. And we are literally going to work through um, breaking up with your bad decisions, Mm -hmm. um, your baggage, which a lot of people are holding on to baggage, Mm. to toxic ties. Um, unrealistic expectations like we can go on and on about the common mistakes that are keeping these women from aligning with marriage minded men that's the thing it's like i hear women say all the time there's no men all the excuses we talked about earlier but it really comes down to your point of attraction i spoke with someone last week who met her husband on a dating app she was 41 when she met him on this dating app they went on, they had one phone call, went on one day, and they've been married for almost 10 years now. Wow. Because she made a decision, mm-hmm. an intention, and I believe that that intention was a point of attraction for that husband. So it literally just comes down to you making the intention and then being able to follow through and do the work. But I'm spelling it out, helping these women figure out how they can become wife-minded because I believe that once you become a wife-minded woman, the ring is the natural result.
3: Mm-hmm. That is, yo, that's awesome. Was that
2: one of your bars, David? Was that's
3: a bar? a bar. Yo, there's a whole bunch of bars. Especially if somebody is somebody's watching right now and their anxiety is going through the roof because Ooh. the 14th is coming up. Mm. And it's not even, I don't even think it's the fact that maybe they'll spend the 14th by themselves. It's the fact that they think that other people will see themselves spending another 14th by themselves. Yep. So, like, I just, I just commend what you're doing because Thank it you. takes a lot. Like, you have to go to a certain place of, like, when I was there, which can draw some emotion from you, right? That's, that's just. I a, was gonna
2: say the val- Listen, Valentine's Day. Anybody who knows me, my my friend friends, y'all know I I was a Valentine's Day Grinch. Like, do not call my phone. <laughs> I don't want to see the pink. Don't give me no heart. Don't bring me to- my mom. As sad as this is, but my mom would be like she would send me stuff on Valentine's Day. Like uh-huh. I know you ain't got no Valentine girl. Let me just <laughs> send you something. And as funny as it is, it's hard. Like this is a sad time for a lot yeah, of women. It's sure. the time when all all year long we're scrolling social media seeing all of the perfect couples buying each other all of all of the things yeah. and we already feel like we're lacking something. But for the day, the day to roll around for it to literally be the Um, celebration of the one thing that you are lacking um, and probably the one thing that you want the most, it Mm. can definitely be hurtful. Especially coming out off of the holidays. Like, you already had to go home lonely, single. (laughs) You know, that's a whole other thing. And so um, I know that women are beating themselves up around this time. That's why I chose February 13th as the date um, to help you get your mind right before you step into Valentine's Day feeling like Uh, you're lacking something.
3: So tell me what is next for Coreyell? I need to I, I need to know so I can try to keep up with your moves.
2: Listen, so David, you of all people have already been on my neck. Like, where have you been with this podcast? Absolutely. I took some time off. Like y'all, like I told y'all earlier, um, I really started to feel like I was doing you a disservice by only focusing on make the money, start the business, and not. Start the family, you know, become a wife. give back to the black community that I'm always, um, you know, saying that I that I love so much. And to me, in order to really rebuild the black community, it starts with the black family. And in order for us to figure this black family thing out, it comes down to black men and black women getting our ish together. Mm -hmm. And so I am bending the block, circling back and bringing y'all the Girl Stop Playing podcast. Listen, y'all. Because it is time Hello. for you to stop playing with your potential and mm-hmm. start working for what you want. And if you want to become a wife, it is going to take some work. So mm. each and every Thursday starting next week, so- live, live at 8 o'clock, David, we're bringing you a live podcast where we're talking all things to help women get themselves together before becoming a wife
3: Gotcha. there's somebody that needs the podcast and i want you to describe that person Ooh. describe that person that needs to tune in every single week
2: so many people definitely the woman that's starting to lose hope the woman that is feeling like everybody else is going down the aisle everybody else is living their dreams and you're the only one sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out where is your man you Mm. cursing him out in your head baby (laughs) I feel you I remember the feeling if you are um mad that you know Valentine's Day is coming around if you are the Grinch I get it you need to tune in if you were recently in a relationship and you are scared to get back out there You got to tune in. If you are carrying baggage, maybe from your childhood, like we're going to be going deep, 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 deep. You got to tune in. If you've never had the opportunity to sit with a woman who is in a healthy, happy relationship and she's an actual happy wife, Mm -hmm. you got to tune in. Lots of inspiration um, for the women who feel like I can't I don't think anybody will understand the feeling of. I don't like the, almost like a hopelessness Mm -hmm. because you, this is the one thing that you cannot control, Yeah, you know? And so for that woman, that high achievement woman that feels like she got it all together, um, looking the part, but not necessarily feeling the part. This is for you.
3: Good, good. Well, how do they find it? How do they follow it? How do they, what do they do right now to make sure they're in tune?
2: So listen, each and every Thursday, starting next week, we'll be here live at eight pm you can log on to the show.com to tune in
3: there it is there it is make sure y'all subscribe and
2: share it with a friend yes.
3: if like everybody needs this mom daughter aunts uncles we have men on too we are same? I'm
2: gonna have you back David
3: oh <laughs> I asked the questions okay I'm still trying to figure out this whole daddy. Husband. Husband, son-in-law. But it's a lot of Dang. people
2: out there that's trying to figure it out, too. And you're oh, true. You do
3: that. I'm with it. I don't know if I want to tell it all.
2: Next week. <laughs> listen, David's not telling it all next week, but he will be back. For Peace sure. out, y'all. Next week, tune in. Cool. We're off? Are we really off? are we fake off? Okay. okay.
1: <laughs>